so you've, you've pretty much got keys to all the gates around here and you're a prospector from way back. But, I'll come um, with you next time we'll yeah. if, you, if you need a hand, mate. Yeah, but I, I found nothing, Wayne. I found nothing. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you remember the first person you ever sacked? I do remember. You still keep in touch at all? Or? No, unfortunately not. <laughs> 50,000 ounces aren't coming out of here by sort of two years' time. Are you the one to blame? Yeah, maybe. I'll, I'll find someone else at that point to, to, to point the finger at. But yeah, for, for the time being, it'll be my fault for sure. The characters, the underground mining folk. Oh, I was, I was riding the element yesterday, out there having a dart with the boys. And, oh, just like... and you met lots of people yesterday who all came from different backgrounds. Previously running nightclubs and butchers and hairdressers. And the gold sector, in some sense, is a place where you can reinvent yourself and, and get a new start. Right, no, money miners. Tell you what, we're, we're West Perth venue just wasn't doing it for us anymore. We weren't uh, getting any walk-ins in West Perth, so we nah, can't. Nah, I thought we'll 800 k's away. Pop, <laughs> pops by in the Great Fingal Pit. Ah, who better than the big dog that owns it? He's sort of the shareholders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Might own a chunk of it, Mr. Bramwell. Thanks for having us, Cobber. Money Miners, welcome. Fantastic day yesterday for your crew and your listeners. You got to spend the whole day at our biggest mine, Big Bell, and today you're in our newest mine, the Great Fingal. Yeah, we've reached a new low on our podcast, mate. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking RL, though. No, he's, he's, uh, he's been waiting to say that one. <laughs> yeah. Right, we, and, and the, I guess the uh, the happiest part of the trip yes, was the fact that, because Trav, Trav said, mate, I just I just want to, I want to go underground. I want to see what underground miners were like. And we yeah. got to have a, we got to have a beer with the, one of the legends of underground mining, Stewie Porter, known as Horse, mm. spinning a few yarns. And I just saw the look on Trav's face and like, I know he was fulfilled. It was bloody, it was sensational. You know what I noticed, mate? Everyone, all these underground miners have nicknames. It's like, they don't go by their real name. It's Horse and Bloke. bloke. <laughs> Spud. <laughs> guy. Is Guy's real name? Or is so Spud's, Spud's Spud. Bloke's son. son. Yeah, I heard that one. His other son's kicking around here as well. Yeah. Look, you can see West Gold's not just some generic gold company. We've got a bit of personality. You met a lot of the, the people who moved the dial for us yesterday, and you're going to meet a few more today. Oh, mate, it's good. And that's what I look, that's what I miss about, I do miss about being in the industry i don't miss the being away but just the cat the characters the characters the underground mining folk oh i was i was riding the element yesterday out there having a dart with the boys and oh, <laughs> just like just was i've never been happier you look like you belong buddy. i did look like i belong i mean i don't think you could work underground again no nah, i think they have underground the rules have changed cha- a bit the, Matty. oh the rules have just increased and yeah, i don't know if i'd fit in any anymore like back in the back in the day even though i'm a sort of whippersnapper <laughs> Whippersnapper. It was, it was bloody good fun it was good fun to go down to um i suppose because the boys had never been underground before yeah first time for everything well yeah. done what did you what did you think of it what like after what you thought it yeah. was going to look like i've got, got some takeaways Matty? What are the keen, takeaways, well, Trav? Keen, keen to share them. First takeaway is, um, mate, JD and I are not cut out to work underground. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've got massive respect for people who do. And like we, we went all the way to the bottom there and, um, you know, you see the people working on the jumbo, the, the nippo. And, I think I was, it was before that, mate, putting all the gear on. I walked, <laughs> I walked 20 metres up the decline, like, like up here. Like, well, I'm fucked. I'm knackered. This is the most exercise I've done in about four months. And yeah, people are bloody doing, yeah, a lot harder work than I did for, for like 12 hours did at a you, time. Did you notice, like, um, <laughs> it's the little things you don't think about where, where yeah. we went to see the jumbo, they were developing an incline. Yeah. Um, nice and, and just, warm up there. And just like the, just, wa- just the walking up and down the, incline if you're like taking some bolts up or something you realize the how manually intensive yeah. the the job is yeah 100 especially carrying the um the mdx bolts and everything yeah um i'm keen to throw bolts for you one day though matty oh geez what how long does it take to get ticketed on the jumbo here you, wayne you'd have to talk to john stanley or adam witt who are coming on shortly they can give you that detail i'm well, not i'm not sure your application would be looked upon and ali state may have a view on that yeah, but yeah. look well, we uh where's we're down and say where's the jumbo operator yesterday he's like oh you do you want to finish? You want to finish this for me? I'll go up and have a coffee. I'm like, oh, I don't think that'd be looked upon. <laughs> well, Wayne's been on the show three or four times now, so I'm sure we could expedite that process. You know, yeah, the show. Yeah, yeah. scratch you all As back, re- Wayne. We'll scratch you. Yeah. They make the bloody the we're 
in the pit where it's about to kick yep. off the new bloody and we'll we'll talk to uh, we'll talk to Juno about these high speed development operators mm. that are rocking up. How's uh what's what's the goss? We're pretty excited about Great Fingal. Great Fingal is one of the most richest mines ever done in Western Australia and for us to be restarting it again is pretty exciting time so you know will, you, you'll see some of the footage today about about the history of this place um, to re, be restarting it again in a couple of weeks it's going to be significant for West Gold. So Wayne the, the question I have with a lot of these restart projects like gold prices obviously at all time sort of highs <laughs> but mining costs and everything are pretty sure. bloody high as well at the moment so why is it happening now? Why didn't that happen? A few we years did this ago? crazy thing uh, in the last few months called drilling. I mean, we always had confidence in this, and but you know we raised money. Um, 2022, uh, we raised 100 million bucks. 50 million dollars was earmarked for Fingal, but before we spent that 50, we spent four on drilling. The drilling actually added ounces, um, changed our interp around this mine, and actually gave us more confidence. So really. Once we cross that bridge of understanding the, the geology and the fact that there's really two reefs in the Great Fingal Reef, it was a no-brainer. The board didn't even blink about committing the capital to start this thing. I mean, this is our most advanced development project. This single mine um, at steady state will do 50,000 ounces a year consistently. Um, we, we're from the go-get, it'll have a seven-year mine life, and this will be the thing that propels West Gold you know, over 300,000 ounces per annum. And we, I wanna, when you're talking about new operations, and like, look, we've, we know you're not going to give anything away about M&A. We, I did say that we saw a W. Bramwell viewed the Spartan, epi, uh, Simon Lawson's <laughs> the episode. The four-month-old Spartan don't know, episode. Just, I don't know why he viewed it I don't know what now. to read into that yeah, one. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Like, look, Because uh, Simon's a, a damn fine col- marketer. I need to get some tips. Mate, he, he, oh, he reckons he doesn't pump anything. Yeah. And he's, he's a geologist like, too. I mean, you know, respect. He, yeah, but look, you're, I want to talk about because you've got, you got an owner-operator model, effectively. I sure. know there's the West Gold Mining Services, but it's effectively, yep. it's all under the one house. When you... In this current market we're in, when you're trying to like turn on a new operation or considering M&A to acquire something and knowing that you've got to do that, but then you've got to man it up as well, rather than other companies that mm. run a contractor model and just engage contractors yeah. to do the the work and the, like, the logistics and, and everything. How does that all, how do you yeah. weigh it all up? Is it, is it, what's the pros and cons? Westgold's got a competitive advantage and for new projects, um, organic growth, it's all about speed and certainty of execution. Our speed and certainty of executing Great Fingal is actually enhanced because we have our own mining capability. If we were reliant on a third party contractor to do it, that would increase our risk. You know, we've got equipment in-house, we've got new equipment coming. This mine is so iconic, it actually is attracting new staff to the operation. So really, um, yeah, the capabilities we have in some sense reduces our execution risk. It's the trend, isn't it? I mean, you see um, Genesis Mining Services pop up now. Obviously, you know, developer taking that, that, that same model. Mm. Northern mm. Star's, you know, done it for yeah. a long time. And, and we're really focused upon costs. I mean, gold price is what it is. We're all gold companies in Australia are, are price takers and we look at the revenue line but we can't control it. We can control our costs and by owning our mining capability gives us more flexibility over efficiency and productivity. What about what about getting the blokes and girls in the in this current market? Where's yeah. where's the market sitting yeah. for re- recruitment to doesn't, man doesn't up mean these the guy projects? named bloke, you mean. <laughs> yeah, well, mate, got the, the bloke. Yeah. Those things are tough, but what we're seeing is, you know, West Gold's on a on a cultural journey here where our safety stats have improved significantly over the last 12 months. We speak about leadership, we speak about culture, we speak about what we're doing in the community now, and those things seem to be resonating with the staff and and actually that's drawing people back to the business because we are very much about trying to change some long-held perceptions about about what this business is and was and uh, also changing perceptions about the industry Matty I mean the days of it being a, a boozy blokes thing that's the that's the past that's not how this industry is now it's very much on the front foot to change perceptions about being an innovative inclusive industry which 
needs more people. Mm, and on that, and that looks like it's just not a company thing. That's just going to be across the board. Oh. Um, yeah, yeah, the you know your four drink limits and like yeah. no, yeah. yeah, it's it's all it is yeah. all changing, and it, it's probably had to because too many people have fucked up. Yeah, like, and, and ruined it for everyone. And you met much. lots of people yesterday who all came from different backgrounds. Previously yeah. running nightclubs yeah. and butchers and hairdressers, and the gold sector in some sense is a place where you can reinvent yourself. And, and get a new start. I mean, you mm. met people yesterday who'd only joined the company because, you know, someone took a punt on giving them a start and, you know, they built careers. In a the, tight labour market, mate, you know, the criminal record means nothing. <laughs> <laughs> no, we do have some rules around that. But, but, but certainly, you know, gold is a community. It's not like iron ore. It's not like lithium. It, it's a different space and it attracts different people. What about what about the power, mate? You got a big the big power Ooh. upgrade. Why didn't you put that bloody thing in a couple of years ago? It sounds like it's going to save what a hundred bucks an ounce. I'm here and word on the word in oh, the. Geez, pit. Is our sponsor for this show Smek? We should may as well be. Oh yeah, are they doing any of the power? We forgot to get some Smek <laughs> VOD bloody Ven on demand. And yeah, I heard from Wayne yesterday. There's the words that come out of his mouth. We'd be absolutely stuffed if we didn't have Smek. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Marty Law and Smek are a very key business partner to us, and you saw a lot of the stuff that they had, have done in Big Bell. And um, Adam and we, we can talk a little bit to that. But uh, we didn't even get rid of that ourselves. That's wicked. Thanks, Wayne. Appreciate yeah. that. No, no, no. <laughs> You've got a logo just coming in front of you. Then. <laughs> it's, it's what else? So when they've got the VSDs, the VOD. Like, what are the you know the key contract partners like that? What else have they done? So pretty much supplied all the HV and everything, have they? Super key, what and things they've been doing here for three and four years at Big Bell are now rolling out at Bluebird. So, look, we've Westgold's not been good at telling people about how innovative it is, it's getting better, and people like Smek have been key to some of those innovations, certainly around uh, vent on demand, uh, which has been key. Mm. Wayne, you, you talk about this sort of rebrand. I'm interested, every time I see the Westgold logo, I just think of Nintendo. Have you got any ambitions to follow your mate Simon right. Lawson and do a bit of a rebrand on that one as well? <laughs> it's W for Wayne. No, uh, listen, I, I think the Westgold name is, you know, the marketing department went to some trouble to work out what do we do, gold, and where are we in the West? West Gold is actually a very creative, a very very creative name, but, but, it, but it tells a story. I just think we just have to show the market that we, uh, we execute differently. And again, building cash over multiple quarters, that will be the start of people seeing that this company is running like a mid-tier corporate. And what, what is the cash target? Where do you want to see, like you talk about getting to that 300,000 yep. ounce yep. per annum, what's yep. the, the cash in the bank target? Like, have you got? A, is there a forecast, or is it dependent on M and A? No, no. Look, we at the moment the strategy is very much to build balance sheet strength. We'll be over. You're, two... not, you're not allowed to cheat and do an equity raise, by the way. No, no, no equity raise. <laughs> That's no, 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 we'll see right through it. <laughs> no, op, cash from the operations yeah. is what we want to do. But look, we'll, we'll see be the over full chart and it just jumps back up at the end of the quarter. <laughs> no sneaky cap raises here. Look, we're not going back to the market anytime soon. You can say fully funded. I can actually yeah, say fully funded. Careful. I know a lot of people, when, when, when mid-cap we'll gold say that. that, they feel nervous. But look, I'm not wearing a tie, so I'm not raising funds today. Um, so no, we'll be over $200 million at, um, and at the next uh, reporting, and that's about building optionality. Cash is where we want to be because we see lots of other organic opportunities like Fingal that we can um, execute on and other external things which are, we see approaching. What have we got anything to bloody ping him about? Because we're in his yeah, pit I'll, and we've got bloody West Gold shirts around us. I've got to ping him about something. I want to I know, if, Wayne, have you got any questions for us? Yeah, what do you want to know? What do I want to know about? Did you, well, I think I've asked you this one before. You, surely you're shocked by how much uptake of some of the real players in the industry who you've, you've interviewed. I mean, the interview with Jake Klein, wow. That was fantastic. I mean, that did you ever think you'd be in, uh, interrogating Jake Klein in the front bar of Dibanales? <laughs> oh, it was definitely on the list. <laughs> I didn't got there in three months, which was pretty, pretty good. <laughs> and is it true that you only got the job because Maddie was too boozed to do it? Yeah, I was, I was, I was too bloody half, <laughs> half cut in bed. So, or did yeah. the Maddie had been working hard, so it gave him the morning I, off. I did night shift at Diggers, so I was, I was, I was, yeah, I was on right. that. Yeah, 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 you, was, on, um, on, you were resting. Took one for yeah, the team. They, they were me cross shift shit, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cross, yeah, the bloody had cross shift stitched me today. up. So here's one question. If there's one thing you could show or your listeners or watchers on this trip 
what would what would it be? A horse. On, at the on, park I'd, with love horse. To, I'd love I'd love to have horse. We should have brought him here. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, mate, but hey, I was talking about John O'Do it this morning. Like guys like Horse, who have been in the industry for he's probably up to forty years or something. Yeah. Like the knowledge, he's like I know a bit about underground mining, but that bloke's forgotten more than I'll ever know. Yeah. And mm. uh, guys, guys like that, they are the 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 old school generation. And Maddie losing that knowledge is like, but retaining that knowledge yeah. is so important to yeah. teaching this new generation of bloody. The new generation's a bit different, a bit more sensitive, mm. and they sometimes don't respond well to the old school methods. But like the the knowledge within people like that, you're bloody you're bloody lucky to have a horse. And, and He's let, a legend. let me plug someone too. I mean, we've got plenty of uh, a mixture of experienced veterans like horse, some young uh, up and comers, some young chargers. You're about to meet a couple of them after I shut up. But there's another name who this pit's very important to. Can we say the name Mick Torrent? Mick Torrent, the, f- the silver fox. He's, he's away on leave at the moment, <laughs> so we can basically um, promote him because if he was here... I told him that I'd pay for hair and makeup for him. That's probably why he's gone on leave because he was terrified that we, you you would interview him. He's a he's a he's a behind the scenes person. I'll ask but, the but fox. But he's another one of those veterans who have you know they are the heart and soul of the business and they are imparting their knowledge to the next generation of West Gold miners every day. Yeah, geez, you are. You're gonna you have to um, sweeten the deal so they don't retire. They're never allowed. No. What no. would retirement be for those guys? They're miners. They just want to mm. mine. But that, and that's the thing. If you're doing like for doing startups and like things like this, getting mines going, yep. like you know, from like old workings and everything, like those those guys are the, the yep. they're the executors yep. for it. Yeah. Like, and and they're very giving. Horse and the, and Mick and people like that are very giving with their time as mentors, being able to impart their knowledge down. You can certainly see people like that in gold. I'm not sure iron ore is the same. Maybe it is. I don't know. It's been a long time since I've worked in iron ore, but I love this sector because, you know, there are a lot of people who are very giving with their time and for the right people, they'll invest their time in them. I reckon we'll come. What do you reckon, boys? We'll, uh, we'll drive up and have a weekend with the boys, like with horse and that at the... Come for a bit of a holiday, I think. Yeah, mate. We're going to do. We're going to do a wet mess tour up in Murchison, <laughs> and I'd love to. Yeah, just love to have a chat with Horse about how he, he's um he, he's recommended methods for conflict resolution. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe a little old school, but again, it seems to work. Listen, I'm sure you're going to see some footage from uh, our, our shift change at Big Bell. You, the guys, were very well behaved yesterday, but um, I, I hope you're the watchers and the followers. Of the I well, told- hope the money miners. Just get a little bit of the flavour of a day in the life of a gold miner. I was told shift change or like punch ups and stuff like that. I didn't see any yeah, of that. Notor- really, notoriously, notoriously to be a, a, a diamond driller and a jump operator arguing over who's the best driller after ten beers. And yeah, but <laughs> those are that. uh, those. Very that, that's the old school days. <laughs> one team, one dream <laughs> here. Though it's not how we roll. <laughs> that's, uh, that's the old school days. Right, oh, Wayne. Well, we better Wayne. bloody keep the carousel turning. And uh, meet, mate, meet the people who really moved the dial. Let's do it. Yeah. No, it's bloody good. Now, thanks again for having us, mate. As you said, are more fr- than welcome. The fried chicken, yesy, beautiful. <laughs> um, and the, the, the Swanee D at the bar, beautiful. And, mate, it was the bed was beautiful. And just one Aircon last shot. One last shot. Your office in West Perth is good. Mm. But seriously, <laughs> how cool yeah. is this? Well, you, had to, you, had to, you had to bloody fly us here to come back on our, our potty again because you know, you know we've had you on that many times. So next time you'll come on, it'll be because you've gone hostile on Spark. Yeah, <laughs> mate, yeah. I'll tell you what, Wayne, you better do. Like, to, Simon. To, to, get, to get back on after this many appearances, you're going to have to really up it. I'm telling you. We're going to so. try. <laughs> right, our next cab off the rank <laughs> after the big dog. We've got the boss of the mine. Mate, you pretty much own this joint, don't you, Jono? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Good to meet you, gents. <laughs> Mate, you're a, um, just get right into that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Don't right, yeah, yeah. You don't have to make love to it. A yeah. local from Q here. How long yeah. you lived here, mate? So I lived in Q. Well, actually, I was a resident of Q. Me and my wife moved here for two and a half years, four years ago. Yeah. Um, yep. Turned the population from 100 to 102. Yeah. So um, what's that? Two percent increase. <laughs> <laughs> so mate, because you, so you, you've pretty much got keys to all the gates around here, and you're a prospector from way back. Unsuccessful. Look, one. There'd be no better places to prospect than the West Gold Tenements. What do you get up to on the weekends? Do you? 
I, I yeah, I gave it a crack, mate. But, I'll come um, with you next time. We'll bloody, yeah. if you if you need a hand, mate. Yeah, but I, I found nothing, Wayne. I found nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I gave it a crack, mate, and um, yeah, I was pretty successful in finding um, corroded forty-four gallon drums, <laughs> and that was about it. But yeah, no no slugs. Really? So it's all it's all a myth finding these big bloody nuggets. No, you just did you find little like little bits or anything? Did you get anything out of it? Nothing, mate. <laughs> Nothing. So, John, you're a 38 year old buddy, but yet you you run the you're head of it, head of the operations here, or whatever the title is. I don't know. I can't remember. General manager. General manager. Think, ask John. Other so, is, is it a case of like everyone everyone else just jumped ship, or you're a prodigy that got promoted as yeah. a young prospect? Pretty much everyone jumped ship. This is your chance to talk yourself up. <laughs> <laughs> So what I think we would you class your and I asked you about it this morning. What's your what's your shoe size? Nine and a half. Nine and a half means nothing. Is this so that foot that's thing that's that the, that's the, going on about? That's or? the shoe that because he has to kick everyone up the ass for everything that goes wrong on site. The <laughs> buck stops with you. Buck, that's yeah. So pretty stop. much anyone that anything any any issue goes up to you and then you get blamed for it. Pretty by much. Wayne. Pretty, yeah, that, that's uh, how general manager yeah, works. Yeah, isn't yeah pretty it? much. Yeah, <laughs> but he's a good boss. And the COO as well, Phil. He's pretty good, but he lets me know when I'm when I'm not doing something right, very quickly. <laughs> so, mate, you're a, you're a G, what, what was the golden rule? You said you're a, you're a GO originally, yep. but now you're required to know be a fifteen percent expert on every single part of mining. Being That's the it. General manager. So, so, a previous mentor, when I first um, got the gig as a general manager, I did kind of a three week, four week hiatus, um, and the general manager uh, the um, MD at the time gave me a bit of advice and he said, as a general manager, you need to know 15% about every part of the mining um, industry that you're looking after or, or, or mining operations you're looking after. It so, sounds like we can run a mine. 15%. No, man, I know way less than that. <laughs> probably. If I could do it, you guys could probably give it a crack. <laughs> what, was the, what, took the, what was the hardest 15% to learn when you, got, when you took the big job on? Probably engineering. I don't like saying that, but some of the engineering stuff there, you know, is there's some technical parts to it that you really need to get your get your head into. Um, so for the money yeah. miners, you're, you're obviously from the geology, geology background. background. Yep. yep, I'm and, a geo. And this was the first gig coming out to Australia. Uh, not not this gig. So I moved out in 2008. Just wanted to travel. Moved out of a mate. Um, didn't even know what the mining the industry big, the was. The big to be city of Q just had. A, yeah, just had that. Lure. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. No. Moved out to, to to Australia. Just wanted to travel. Did a couple of contract jobs. Travel. Contract jobs. Travel. Awesome. And thought, geez, I better take it seriously. And then met met my wife. Had a couple of kids. Um, bought a house, and that's it. And going nowhere now. Johnny, this is a, a daily news. Uh, podcast. So I'm just I'm going to get your view on um, Delta Lithium's updated mineral resource that came out today. <laughs> Looks good. Looks good. Sounds We've good, mate. Sounds mate, good. We're strong buy signal. Strong buy. I saw in the in the board at um, Big Bell just pegmatite's going through. I take it there's no lithium out here. Huh? Fortunately not. No, we've we've tested you've assayed, it. You've but tested. Did you, did you <laughs> multiple times. <laughs> multiple times. Was there a point when you're like shit? We might have something here. Was there was there an excitement phase at all when you realised that lithium's now a good thing and there's this huge fucking pegmatite dike below the Big Bell Cave? Yeah, there was probably for about four weeks there until we actually sent the sample off and it came back dead. When was so that? So four, four, four weeks of hope. When? How long ago oh, was that? Well, when did probably four years? When did lithium really sort of start to fly? Twenty twenty one was starting yeah. to really take off again. It was around then we started. You know, we knew we had that pegmatite there, so we thought we'll send it off, have a look. But unfortunately, you could have done a no, bit of a Briex, sprinkled some spodumene on it. <laughs> it. Don't condone that. <laughs> <laughs> Responsible miners. Just mate. do that with the gold Good here, corporate. not, the, not yeah. the lithium as well. Yeah. <laughs> mate, I, I haven't seen any gold here yet. Have you? No, yeah. no, yet yeah. to see any gold around here. Oh, so. Mate, <laughs> How do you rate the the job as GM? How do you rate the the enjoyment, the the hard work, the stress? Do you do you love it? Is it challenging or is it trying sometimes? Yeah, it's brilliant, mate. It's yeah, it's challenging. So going back to what we're saying, the fifteen percent, it's it suits me down to a T. Jack of all trade, master of none. So I've got the patience to get my head into something, you know, um, in detail. So it suits me well. And and the people I get to work with, the team that I've got, are just phenomenal. Um, and that's up and down. Um, the support I get from Wayne and, and the COO and, and 
um, and mate, spoken, spoken like you've got them watching you talking right they now. They are literally watching. They're always <laughs> watching, mate. Always watching. Cameras everywhere. <laughs> We've noticed that today. I felt yeah. like a bloody um, just even getting in and out of the car. I know how the Chicago Bulls felt back in the day. <laughs> the bloody camera yeah. on me the whole time. Yeah. It's just Can't like you and West Perth as well, Matty. Everywhere you go, getting an autograph oh, at the mate, Barney shop. You have to come, to, come in for a barn me sometime in West yeah, Perth, mate. Sounds good, mate. Have you yeah. ever had one of the bloody roast pork, oh, bloody barn me? Matty's spectacular, mate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How long have we been in the office? Times five days a week. Yeah. Times five per day. <laughs> you got any word on the decline, mate? Any um, any any like drill hits or something that we should know about? Like, hey, we're in the pit, mate. Your secret is safe with us at the moment. <laughs> I knew what's on the market, mate, and you guys can look that up, eh? <laughs> Tight ship. Yeah. So what's you look at? We're in the so we're in the Great Fingal Pit. Yep. You looking forward to that starting to pump or what? Oh, mate, it's um, high so speed, high speed development. Eighteen months. The only down. way Australians do it, high speed develop. <laughs> I think Australian jump operators invented that term. High speed, hey? High speed development. <laughs> <laughs> Aggressive. Spoken like a true jump operator. Yeah. So when's gold going to be pumping out of here, mate? So decline's going to take roughly 18 months. We'll get down to the bottom. Um, the old working, so you can see the old working's up there. Um, that goes down to about 750 metres below the surface. We will high-speed decline. Um, a clan of speed decliners <laughs> will come in, and we'll get down there in 18 months, hopefully quicker. And, Are you uh, going to get, for their tags... Like I think you know, usually put a roll. Can you like you put high speed jump operator? That would be on good. There those yeah, just so, just to remind them, guys. Remind them what their requirements yeah, are. Yeah, if they're ever feeling down, just boys look at yeah. the tag and realise. Great Fingal is on your shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, mate, uh, thanks very much for having us on site, and we appreciate how much bloody work you're going to have to do afterwards because we've consumed all your time so when you cur- mm. we know you're all going to be cursing our name yeah. uh, tomorrow um, yeah, when, when, can't when, say we'll feel too bad but when, like <laughs> <laughs> when West Coast put out the bad quarterly note there were two days of production oh, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll get a mention yeah. I'd say it would be a little liner but we'll put it in bold at the top <laughs> <laughs> cheers Jono yeah. hey cheers mate anytime you want to take us on a holiday to queue for a bit of um, bit of a tour wouldn't it be like, a, like if we wanted a bit of a relax from the Perth world. From the big smoke Come Perth, go prospecting eh? with Jono. <laughs> not <laughs> on the West Gold tenements. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly not. Thanks, for, thanks, for, thanks for the fried chicken yesterday too, mate. That was sensational. Nah, glad you enjoyed it, mate. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful, mate. Awesome. Cool. Thanks, thanks right, guys. Who's, who's up next? So we're rolling you through like a... Um, Bloody, it's like a used car centre, isn't it? <laughs> Boys, we've got, uh, we've got the... Uh, now, this, the underground manager, Mr Adam Whittle, describe him as the herder of cats. That is what being an underground manager, it's like herding a mob of cats underground. Wow. And, and between the engineers and Jack, herding cats. <laughs> it is just trying to organise the chaos. Have I, have I hit the nail on the head, Cobber? You've nailed that in, in that's one way to describe it for sure. For sure. I prefer to think of them as dogs. There's a good team out there. They don't need much herding. They, they are a very reliable bunch of, bunch of people. Imagine, imagine if we are uh, like removed the crowd and like had a couple of beers. <laughs> the, different, the different responses we might get. So you're, you're going to be you're going to be punching the high, managing these high speed operators. The, uh, the high speed operators we, we spoke about earlier. What, do they like when they walk around site and camp? Like, have they got a like? Do they move? It's just in the Look, development. Oh, you were once one. You know all about it. Quick. No, I was sort of just mid range. Like, yeah. you've, you've still got you've still got the classic jumbo swagger. Getting about for sure. Shoulders, yeah. shoulders back. Oh, yeah. look, and, and, and full respect to them as well. It's a, it's a difficult job, and not many people can do it, and not many yeah. can people do it really well. So to pick up a couple of guys that we've got coming here um, mm-hmm. is, is is a big win for us. Sad pick pick if- up, pick up, and and I think there's a bit of that to pick up them guys, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, maybe. You've got to, you got might, to pay there, them. There, there might be a little bit of a sweetener in there. Sure. <laughs> so 50,000 ounces aren't coming out of here by sort of two years' time. Are you the one to blame? Yeah, maybe. I'll, I'll find someone else at that point to, to, to point the finger at. But yeah, for, for the time being, it'll be my fault for Great sure. Great will be your focus <laughs> yeah. from, from next month on, right? Uh, as of last week's my focus, last yeah. Last week? Um, so the last couple Aiden, days hosting us. We'll, we'll, be, we'll be looking <laughs> to take our first cut um, probably by the end of October at some point, if not quicker. And... Um, 
and go from there. Yeah, all systems go. Right, what do you, you you come from the contracting background of the client, and we talk, boys, we talk about uh, incentives, and when you talk a about, fair bit, hey? yeah, when you talk, and you change the a mining contractor to a client. The easiest way to sum it up, a contractor just wants to take as many cuts with the jumbo as possible because they make more money and the bugger the ore haulage, whereas the client, you want to get the ore out because that's where the gold is. Yeah, so, so <laughs> it's same, same, but different, right? So your you, you contractor's incentivised by moving the dirt. Um, they're not terribly fussed on typically what grade it is and that sort of thing. They're, they're in the business of taking cuts and, and bringing up tonnes. Client's jobs, make sure those tonnes have ounces in it. So that's that's where the planning side comes in. Um, you know, you you change the mentality to start thinking about ounces instead of what was it? What do you say instead of ounces? Tons. Instead of tons. Yeah, mate. The next the next phase is margin over ounces. That's <laughs> all we're getting rid of. Margin over ounces. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's there, you know, there's a there's a couple of factors in making money, isn't there? One of it's <laughs> one of it's finding the gold and selling it. The other half's controlling your cost. So uh, we've we've had a, a pretty good win there in that space over the past eighteen months. Um, introduced yeah, the van on demand. Um, we spoke lightly on that earlier, but Marty Law. Marty Law, yeah, yeah. Mate, so those, just, yeah, yeah, we're not we're not getting paid one. for this. But there's, <laughs> there's different ways to make money. Just keep plugging Marty. So that he plugs know, us. Maybe he'll give us a discount later. I'm not sure. But, yeah, uh, yeah, look, the, the, the VOD system's done wonders for us. You know, for a six month trial on on six um, variable speed drive. Um, bits of kit, we end up saving about 400,000 litres of diesel and it's, you're talking like six, 700,000 bucks and that's in six months um, and that's off six uh, units. We've, we we run a unit in every ore drive and our ore drive is like you know, 10 to 14 active ore drives at any at any given time. Uh, we've recently gone up to a um, VSD which supports a 220 kilowatt, um, bang that in the decline and, and the savings are instant there as well. So it's really quick payback on these things. Oh, Mate, they should change their business model to be Charging you a proportion of what they bloody what you save. <laughs> instead of, instead I'm, of I'm open to negotiation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, look, we've got a few yeah. guys we're going to start representing for pay rises. A couple of the underground boys yesterday say, so, look, we're happy to yeah, provide the same service for you. We've got like, look, we're pretty, well, we don't want to hold like them to ransom, but we're pretty connected in yeah, West right, Perth, okay. mate. Well, but we'll talk after. We just take 10%, <laughs> that's all right. Yeah. No, look, the, guy, the guys have done really well. You know, there's, there's on one space cost saving through the, through the VSDs, and then we've introduced uh, wireless detonator technology as well. It was one of the first mines in WA, if not the first, to run a completely wireless detonator production blast. Well, I think, and uh, I think that'll be interesting one to talk to for the, the money miners that uh, want a bit of mining knowledge. Talk about why you do wireless detonating for sublevel caves and everything. Right. So prior to the availability of, of uh, wireless detonator technology, we First of all, we fire ring by ring, sublevel cave. It's not like massive stopes. You you got to you essentially dead press every ring onto the onto the cave material behind it um, to get in there and drill the next ring um, or to charge the next ring. You, you're putting the guys at risk up near the brow, and um, it's something we wanted to avoid. You end up having to spray the brow to make sure it's stable. Um, it takes a couple of spins to get done right. Um, introducing the wireless detonator technology, we're able to drop that that spray out of the cycle uh, because we had to pre-charge a couple of rings back and keep the guys away from the brow completely. What that did was take 12 to 24 hours out of the production cycle for each ring and, and that was um, on top of the guys' efforts and and um, and, and drive um, over the past 18 months. You, we managed to take the, the mine from 60,000 tonne a month up to 100,000 tonne a month um, as an output and that's without a step change in the fleet size. So. Um, huge effort from the guys there to be able to pull that off, and half of that was during COVID as well, which is just testament to the to the management team that's out there at the moment. So it's pretty much saying you you, you can charge three rings, you fire one, and then you can charge the next one, but you're in a safer position to yeah, charge. Yeah, that's and right. That yeah. one's already charged. Yeah. It's wireless, so you can just it doesn't get damaged from the blast, and then you can set it off. That's right. So yeah. 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 So so, yeah. so like remote bogging as well. Are they both actually inspired by safety as opposed to actually. You know, efficiency oh, that's, that's, gains. Absolutely, yeah. There's, there's, you know, it, it, in a classic stoke mine, um, once you run out of dirt at the brow, um, the only option is to go out further into the stoke to pull it out. Um, to do that, you, you're sending blokes under unsupported ground in real yeah. unstable, blasted ground with you know hydraulic radiuses. So it's a law. Are there efficiency gains as well? Is it all purely Huge, on yeah. the safety? So, so, so that that um, yeah, it's a little bit slower to, to bog remotely. Um, yeah. 
but you open up windows like between shifts where you're able to utilize surface across, solutions, yeah. remoting, and that sort of thing. Um, to pull During out firing as well, when exactly. everyone goes out, you can and, yeah, have particularly, them remote. Particularly at Big Bell, where we've got our um, our exclusion zones after firing, they, they impact us um, quite significantly, but we um, allowed to remote during those exclusion zones. We're not putting people into the into the areas where those stress fronts are, are expected to be moving out to. So um, it, it turns like a 12 hour exclusion period into a zero hour once we get the bogger in there on remote. So it's, it's a huge, huge part of bringing out uh, the dirt that we blast. I think they used to, cause it's either when it's called free bog, that means the, the the stuff you can get it's with a person in the yep. cabs. So they like, you know, back in the eighties, nineties and probably God, even not long ago, they used to just say, Oh, it's all free bog. It's just a bit further away, but times of, um, times have changed. Standards so now it's like, lifted. but now like you can have, they used to get on a, like sit on a turkey's, like a turkey's nest, which is like a bund and they'd have a control here and they'd remote it looking up the drive, watching it. And so that was how they used to tell it. That was called line sort of, of sight remote. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. but then there was a lot of some incidents involving that. Now it's all all hooked up. They do it from the surface and, and like one person remoting can operate like I think up to six boggers these days with some so yeah. you can have six boggers remoting and one person's <clears> watching them all and it's all just automated. They just go in and out by That's themselves. Really cool. All they've got to do is get the bucket. Awesome. Oh, yeah. Mm. Bloody morning, 101. Jeez, we should start a course. Uh, <laughs> yeah. With all this bloody knowledge we're pumping out for free. God. Yeah, it's right. Good yeah. on you, Hadzo, mate. Again, thanks for having me. We know you've got a fuckload of work to do because we've consumed two days of your time, and but we uh, we really appreciate it, mate. Yeah, thanks, no, I appreciate it. I've, I've still got an office to set up. Um, that's, that's that's where we're at. So. Oh, mate, you'll be you'll be absolutely. <laughs> that's all right. You're going into your little holiday job over at Great Fingal, so you'll be, oh, yeah. you'll be all right. It, 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 it'll be... Um, a little bit more of a break than the, the you, running Big Bell for sure. Are you getting ticketed for anything here? Like, you know, just in your spare time, like I throw I don't some know if I put myself in that situation. <laughs> <laughs> it's the last thing I need is to cook the bloody to have bogger to do, or something like that. Or to have to do an incident speech about oh, last, yourself. Yeah, last thing I need. Oh, mate, maybe I'll jump on the IT, something safe like that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> nah, very good, mate. Oh, thanks for having us, mate. Cool. Appreciate it. Beautiful. Good to see you guys. Thanks, mate. Cheers. Right, right on. Who's there? We've, got, we've got one more, I think. The higher and fire. Alley. <laughs> go and rip it, Alley. Not the Alley that is employed by money of mine. We've got uh, version 2.0 here. Yeah. This is the this is uh this is the person that everyone goes to when, as you heard yesterday, Trav, when they snatch it. Snatch it. <laughs> they hit up HR. Alley, welcome to we've got an Alley on board already. You're Alley 2.0. I can be Alley 2.0. That's fine. <laughs> Mate, the higher and fire. What's I assume the hiring is much more pleasant than the firing as head of HR. <laughs> Not quite head of HR, maybe one day. Nah, just say you're head of, just bloody put a bit <laughs> of... If you call yourself a bit of mayo on the top. People are too honest here, Maddie. They're not claiming anything and we you're giving them credit for. I'm proud the, of the senior the, part. <laughs> I'll promote that. All the, cro all the crows have left, all the bloody observers. So, look, we're actually... Um, <laughs> you can actually say what you think You now. can actually say what you think now without getting death stared by them, so... But we've got cameras, so... Oh, you know, see, we're in a pit. <laughs> so, 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 this is like, it's, it's going on to the dark web, this. It's all good. Okay, whatever you say. Do, do you remember the first person you ever sacked? That'd be, you, you wouldn't forget the first one, would you? I do remember. You still keep in touch at all? Or? No, unfortunately not. <laughs> so, Ali... Oh, why can't this be done from the, the head office in, in Perth? Why actually are you situated out in Kew here? Um, well, I look after the, the whole Kew region, so Tuckabiana, um, Big Bell, Fender, um, Great Fingal, and I also look after drilling. So uh, not long ago they made us site permanently site-based, so I'm out on site every week now. Um, it doesn't really make a lot of sense to give us a mind to look after and help support the managers and leaders and coach them through their day-to-day -day job if we can't actually be out on site to do mm. that so that makes sense and yeah. you said you prefer Q to Netherlands anyway so absolutely the pub is unreal <laughs> <laughs> so what do you so pretty much okay so in a perfect world no one's 
fucking up at all underground. There's no there's no incidents. Yep. Like mm-hmm. everything's just running off. Everyone's happy. No one's whinging. Like what's the I guess the day to day of HR in, in a perfect world? <laughs> and it, how often is that perfect world? Um that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> there's always something. Someone always creates a, a has a creative way of doing something that has never been done before in mining usually well if if we had a perfect world i wouldn't be out here on site no you wouldn't be yeah they wouldn't so, be I, I, think, no. I, think the way, I think the way you spin that one ali is that we're starting all these new projects we need to hire new people no so we're starting all these project. projects so i'm become redundant yeah. <laughs> well i'm curious right like what well, was you your job like because so. went through that period of closing a bunch of its small underground mine i'm yeah, guessing a yeah. lot of people lost jobs like we actually redeployed quite a few people yeah, so right. um we, the other operations got bigger yeah, yeah so um it was around this time last year we shut down um fender and comet yeah um we were able to give everyone a job okay. um not everyone elected to take that job but we were able to give everyone a job so up at um starlight patties um bluebird so there were roles for everyone um, some of them have actually ended up coming back with the reopen of Fender recently, and so yeah, it's there's always a lot of movement, which is good. Um, but yeah, I I don't do so much of the new starter hires. I just do like internal transfers and promotions and um, all the day to day investigations and things like that. Oh, yeah. Just investigations. Like, yeah. Yeah. What are you investigating, Ali? No, we won't put you under here. No, you're, are, you, are you doing the... Uh, the, the are you the person we're going to speak to about the salary negotiations? We're going to represent yeah, a few so people. Yeah, so we're representing yeah. a few um, employees that want a pay rise. So yeah. we're, um, we, we thought it would be fair that they have a third-party sort of witness, which I think that's a thing, isn't it? If you have a meeting, yeah. you can have someone go in with you. You can have a support person. There we go. Money. So we're going to be negotiating with you, is that right? Yeah, but we just went through um, all of our annual sen- salary reviews. So well, there I'm you go. Obviously, people didn't get what they wanted. It was a couple underground that wanted <laughs> yeah. a bit of a. Can't please everyone, can you? Oh, mate! If you've got a bunch of happy miners, there, well, there's another perfect world that you won't bloody ever see. So what now? Like, talk, you said you're not the head of HR. Who is the head of HR? So I've got a amazing superintendent called Adam so he sits in Perth and so have you got any dirt on Adam like because you said like you're not the head of HR but you'd love to be one day so now the only way to expedite that is to sort of you know push Adam aside a bit I actually um, don't he's Squeaky clean. He is squeaky Ooh, clean. Oh, that's going to be a chance. That could be power. No, it is. Don't worry. There is always something. Don't Just you watch all those American side. dramas? <laughs> yeah, there'll be, so, there'll be something. No, Maybe we a... could represent you as well. Maybe you could yeah. be my support person. Yeah. With, yeah, no, that won't work. <laughs> you could be the support. We, you will represent you and you'll have to interview yourself. Yeah. <laughs> We're just mercenaries. Yeah, well, we right. just take ten percent. We, it doesn't matter. Negotiate with. Oh, so what's the? Uh, yeah, so where does where does the the career of HR go in the in the long term? What's the? What are your career goals? Oh God! You want to head up the bloody? <laughs> Is this where, a job do interview? Do you head up the corporate ladder? Well, we could be representing you one day. <laughs> we need to we need to be full bottle. What's the? Yeah, what's a what's a career pathway for for HR? Where's um, who are some of the most fa- famous HR people in the industry? Oh. That's that really climbed the ladder. Um, I guess career goals. So um, above my superintendent, there's Mel, who's our general manager of people. So um, similar to Jono, she looks after the whole division. She sits um, in Perth as well. So I guess that's the the ultimate Oh, geez, we've, goal. Got to, we've got to get some dirt on her as well. <laughs> climb you up the ladder. You don't always need dirt, Maddie. You well. taught me no. yesterday that you can actually climb the ladder by paying for beers for people yes. that you want. I like yeah, bribing well, people. Job. Yeah, well, okay. just with beer. So. That's a tactic. <laughs> you can't bribe them you, as you much now because you can only buy them four. <laughs> you can only buy them four. You used to have to buy them ten or something, but now there's a limit. <laughs> I remember. And then when you buy them four, you don't get any. So, but it's yeah. made my job easier, you see, mm. if people can only drink four beers. Is that, has yeah. it been, is there, has the four beer impact been a noticeable Absolutely. difference in, in bloody pretty much shift change? Usually, uh, shift change, um, injuries, absenteeism, <laughs> uh, I guess overall health and mental well-being, mm. um, both supervisors and employees. I've noticed. I've actually had feedback from a lot of supervisors as well that it's helped push them in the right direction. 
um, and made the change for them that they weren't able to make prior. So. I, I, and the best thing I liked about it here, it was that there's still full strength because some sites have actually gone yeah. mid-strength and four beers. It's like, well, if you can only have four beers, you should be able to at least have four good ones. Well, yeah, that, that was the aim. Yeah, so I, um, I'll, I'll commend you on that that I actually got to suck down a Swanee D last night, <laughs> which was uh, bloody delicious. Even good. JD was on the bush talks. <laughs> I was, mate. Oh, mate, I was, so, I was like a proud dad moment. <laughs> How do you approach... Now, let's do a simulated... Uh, let's do a firing interview. Say, no. say <laughs> you, how, how do you approach a firing if interview? If you would fire me, what would you, what would what you would say? What would you say? So say Trav is like... Say I fucked up. I did something safety bad. Trav's, I, I Trav's went, uh, hoarded, uh, bought 10 beers. I bought 10 beers. And like went in in different disguises and everything just to get 10 <laughs> beers. And he's um, broke that procedure okay. and he needs to be... Reference. Interviewed and possibly terminated. I, How do you approach that? You know what? I'll tell you what I would do. I'd get horse onto you. Wouldn't need to fire me. I'd be fucking out of here. <laughs> You'd be handing in your resignation. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we we did get the. As we said, we got the Trav and JD got the full underground mining experience last night. They said, "I just yeah. want to go. I want to go underground. I want to meet underground miners." So we went underground. <laughs> And then they got to sit and have a beer with horse. <laughs> Great. And horse was in horse mode. Yep. And I'm like, mm. I was so happy because I just saw the look on their face. I'm like, this is it. And this is the best you get too. I had a meeting with horse yesterday and I was like, I'm so glad you're back. Because he went on <laughs> annual leave for four weeks. <laughs> but no one, no one, everyone knows where they stand. There's no bloody, uh, like, because he's, he's heard every excuse under the sun. He's been mining longer than we've been alive. Yeah. And, uh. I suppose it probably makes your job easier, doesn't he it? He makes my job very easy. <laughs> the, funniest, the funniest moment, not not actually horse-related, but it was before that. It was um like, you know, where, where obviously it's in the... Is it called the wet mess? The yes. weddy. Yeah. In the wet, in the weddy, it, it's uh like, you know, having a beer and then um guy starts lighting up a ciggy and he's got he's got his tobacco there and Manny's like, oh, mate, can I have a dart? And, and he goes, yeah, you can, but... I got no filters. I don't. I don't need it. Like, I don't have any filters, old man. Oh. <laughs> it's just it's fucking man. hard, mate. Hard, yeah. it's hardcore. Hard, hard no modest. fucking filters. Hard no filters. <laughs> the the airleggers back in the day, they'd have they'd have they'd be have the airleg going, then that one hand they'd be rolling a yeah. dart with. No, they were the. They'd have they no filters, good. mate. You get nah, no. you getting the fucking dust in your. We life. raised them strong here at West Gold, <laughs> so tough built, tough men build at West Gold. No, yeah, no. When when did the and no smoke and vape and underground from next year onwards? Is that industry wide? Oh, you're gonna have. A, I think so. Yeah, I believe have a, so. A busy time period then. Oh, <laughs> from I know. HR perspective. <laughs> oh, that's gonna be a tough one, buddy. So it's from I think from July it's industry wide. So West Gold's getting the, ahead of it in in January or something. I heard. Yeah, I think December, January yeah. time. So yeah, that'll be that'll be fun. God, there's gonna mm. be some. Um, Rage around so there's going to be bloody. I suppose you got to just give out free nicotine patches, though. But it'll be like cutting back from ten beers to four. Like mm. everyone's health's ah, just going to improve. It'll be like down ten beers to zero. Ten beers to four is different to ten to zero. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So maybe you should just get ten puffs a day. <laughs> Like a power of puffing out. There's going to be a lot of people going out for a coffee. Oh, a coffee. God, yeah. Productivity will fucking go. But there's, uh, Joe, I've been to lead mines where it's been no smoking, but it's um, it's amazing how many people still smoke at non-smoking mines. So. <laughs> <laughs> right, Ali, that was bloody great, mate. Thanks. Um, and as I, as I said, I felt like you were probably asking about our feelings at the end more than us representing you. So Well, I'm here to that, make sure everyone's like okay. It's like HR right? cast a spell on you and you, and you start... <laughs> Talking about stars and shit. But are you happy? <laughs> I do miss we're, home. Mate, we're living the dream. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> we have been, we've been happy most of the time. <laughs> Except when I'm getting in trouble for shit I'm saying. <laughs> well, I haven't told you off yet. No, 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 not you. Them other ones we've got to interview. The one that I'm firing list. <laughs> oh, okay. The one that I'm not firing. Yeah, you're probably not allowed to fire. No. Yeah. Is there, what level can you fire up to? Like, <laughs> like you know, like as in oh, like level of seniority. Um, so anyone like within my 
Oh, okay, so not anyone in the corporate team. No, no, no. (laughs) No one in the C-suite. No, I don't want anything to do with that. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds complicated. (laughs) I appreciate your time, Ali. Thanks for coming on. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Ali. Cheers. Right, we're going to round it out, boys. Yeah. Do you want to present the sponsors, Alec? Who are the sponsors? Do you know who the sponsors are? Smeck. Smeck. Good yes. work. Smeck Power and Technology. I think we gave him enough of a plug. Smeck are on fire. Hang on, hang on. Can we round out with just us three? Because I want to fucking run through these bloody takeaways quickly too. Righto, yeah. righto. Yeah. Rip it, Trav. Not- you can stay for the takeaways Okay. There, why not? Oh, all right, all right. We'll do righto, that. Righto, Trav. What were your, uh, well, what got- were your takeaways <laughs> of this trip? I got through one when we were chatting with Wayne and then we went... But you wouldn't, you wouldn't <laughs> definitely hack HR. Yeah, Jada wouldn't wouldn't hack it underground. Second takeaway is, um, mate, you're completely unemployable at a modern mining company <laughs> yep. in 2023. <laughs> yep, nah, we're uh, you test to that, that actually. You cannot go back. It's too it's many pretty problems. amazing. I'm considering good for, you're retired. I'm good for morale and culture. <laughs> good for morale, but like, mate, you would not adhere to anything anymore. <laughs> do you want to try try out for the people team? Do you? The people uh, team. You could probably yeah. work in the Perth office or something. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't have to wear a rescuer or glasses in Perth, so I'm safe. Takeaway number three in trouble for yeah. <laughs> Takeaway number three is forget the cultural heritage laws. The most controversial law in mining is the fact you can't smoke darts or vape underground from 2024. Oh, no. Um, yeah, big ticket item. Yeah. Well, <laughs> takeaway number four, you need to have a labour-intensive job here to keep like your weight under control given mm. the amount of food that the bloody like, the camp is insane. It's like, it's actually gourmet. It's everyone like told me that, Yeah, everyone told me that um, mining camp food was crap, but maybe like some sites are better than others, isn't it? Well, I made a pretty good burger this morning. Yeah, the, and the burgers. There was nothing to complain about here. Oh, it's bloody brilliant. You just have to get up and go to the gym and in the, the morning. And the bacon yeah. was crispy. That's the biggest fuck up of most mine sites is soggy bacon. It was crispy <laughs> this morning. Full compliments to Sodexo. I'm glad you're RQ happy, Matt. Take, take number five. Uh, there are some absolute characters in underground mining. Like There's some legends. Out of all, like, People and they'll have these nicknames: bloke, guy, horse. It's just wicked. I think guys yeah. actually his name. Yeah. <laughs> they get creative. They get really creative. <laughs> I prefer Spud. Yeah. Um, and last one is um, you, can't, you you should not count on me if you to check in on time for a flight. Oh yeah, Travis. <laughs> he didn't check in online and then just neglected to check in at all. <laughs> <laughs> and had to get the MD at the bloody desk with him in because you know how flexible airline people are in situations yeah. like that. Like they're not yeah. like, oh yeah, it's all good. It happens yeah, all the squeeze time. Squeeze out the back. Yeah. Trav pretty much reopen the flight. Bloody on the computer apply for a whole new. Oh, they're using Windows 1995. By the way, it was the most integrated system I'd ever seen. So and you almost weren't here today? I almost wasn't here if, if Buddy Wayne didn't pull rank. <laughs> <laughs> what, um, uh, what's, what was the highlight, Trav? What would you say the highlight? Wet mess chatting with all the underground miners. Yep. Yeah. Beautiful. Same for <laughs> me. Also, I kind of just sit, like, I think seeing you in your element too, mate, that was um, pretty wicked. Seeing just you out the front having a dart with the boys. <laughs> oh, no filter. <laughs> haven't been that happy. Yep, just no filter. <laughs> now, Maddie was very much like a proud dad showing Trav and I all the, all the, yeah. all the inner workings underground. <laughs> Bloody sensational. This is a what jumbo. about your chat with HR? I feel like that was a... Pretty good highlight. Oh, well, <laughs> we haven't had enough time to uh, digest it. Okay, and like, so all right. Because, yeah, these were all older moments, but um, yeah. we you might get a mention next week. Okay, I appreciate can't, that. Can't promise, but probably. I'll be maybe. watching. Maybe. <laughs> Depends on what you do about those issues. We'll tell them. Perfect. Right, we're going to rip the little smack of smack of just start on this as a sponsor. <laughs> JP Search, K Drill, Terra Capital, and Anytime Exploration Services. Any any of those vendors, we can might be able to get you a discount if you let us know. So if any of those sponsors <laughs> are in your uh, needs for Westgard, we'll get you might get you a little discount. Just let just make sure you go through us. Sweet. Good on you, money The information contained in this episode of Money of Mine is of general nature only and does not take into account the objectives, financial situation or needs of any particular person. Before making any investment decision, you should consult with your financial advisor and consider how appropriate the advice is to your objectives, financial situation and needs.